When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ah, the 2021 season is upon us. Welcome in to Sooner Football Preview Show with Lincoln Riley presented by Jana King. And coach, there we go. It's here. The 2021 schedule is upon us, opening up on the road against Tulane before home games against Western Carolina and Nebraska. The schedule preview brought to you by Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Start on the road for the first time since 2016. How about that? Yeah, no, it'll be good. It'll be fun to... Get out to Louisiana and, uh, and and go play Tulane. So our, our guys are looking forward to it. it. Should be a fun schedule, and I, I think more than anything, just the opportunity to get back in some full stadiums. Yes. Uh, you know, and, and hopefully have a, a season that's more like what we're all used to. We got a lot to get to on the show. We're going to preview the offense, preview the defense, talk about the staff, some newcomers to keep an eye on, and obviously some veterans that are back too. A lot of veterans, big roster this year. But it coach, just in general, you hit it, having the crowds back, some normalcy, obviously very cognizant of the Delta variant and proper protocols. But man, you got to be excited at have that energy back at game day. Oh, we are. We, we've thought about that, I think, a lot. Probably all of us as competitors that have, have been able to be in this game. You just, you, and you, you can take it for granted at a place like here. Right. You know, we're, we're, you know we're, we're lucky to play in front of a sold-out crowd every game here. Typically, when we go on the road, we're everybody's biggest game of the year, and you, you get used to it. And so we, we missed it last year, uh, both the... The, the support and all and the energy and all that you feel in a home stadium and then all the adversity and negative energy at times you feel in a road stadium that, that make this game so much fun. So certainly can't wait to have it back and, you know, certainly really looking forward to that first one here. There were a couple of environments, though, last year where it felt like a full stadium, right? That Oklahoma State game. It was. It was. Yeah, it felt uh, – may have had an extra person or two sneak into that one. So, uh, it was fun. No, I was. The people that were here were, were phenomenal and, and absolutely made it a lot of fun. Very memorable. Uh, but it's uh, still nothing like when there's 85,000 85, people in there. Yeah, it's going to be rocking. Well – Fall camp's already underway. It sounds crazy to talk about fall camp when it's 100 degrees outside, but that's where we are. You know, I think this is the question you get more than anything, but I'll, I'll lay it out there. Who's caught your eye? Who's really kind of been impressive for you here early on? Oh, 
And that's a hard question. It, yeah, it is. You know, there's there's so many. There, there's been a lot more certainly positive than negative up to this point. Uh, I've been impressed with just the, the young players as a whole, some of the uh, – some of the new guys that we brought in and then some of the players maybe that, that either redshirted or didn't play a whole lot for us maybe in the beginning of last year that are you see the the wires starting to connect with these guys and so I think we've got a, a nice core group of young guys that are progressing quickly and and then I you know certainly be remiss if I didn't say something about our, our veterans I mean that's a it's a great group you know aided by getting a couple of these COVID super seniors back and, and the, those guys have been invaluable. Uh, so it's a nice mix. I like the group a lot right now. It's, it's still early, but we're, we're, uh, we're making some good, good progress. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk about the offense, focus on Spencer Rattler and some of those stars that are coming back and the newcomers to keep an eye on. It's the Sooner Football Preview Show with head coach Lincoln Riley, presented by Jana King, the King of Clean. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television Partners, OU Health and Anheuser-Busch and our community partners Fowler Auto Group, OU Health, OG&E and Coca-Cola. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley Season Preview Show is presented by Jana King, the King of Clean. Sooner Football Preview Show with Lincoln Riley presented by Jana King. There's a look at the returning starters for the Sooners. Kind of a unique return there with Kennedy Brooks, right? We, we pause a year and we get him back, but he's had a heck of a career. We'll talk about Kennedy in a bit. Jeremiah Hall, you see the offensive line, but obviously Lincoln, a lot of the focus is on that guy, Spencer Rattler. I mean, he, here is a guy who was thrown into the fire last year, did a nice job. Oklahoma only played 11 games last year, started all 11 of them, freshman All-American. How do you think he handled the, the hype and the buzz that was created around him? I think he did a good job. He, he obviously learned a lot as the season went on. There was a, a lot of your normal trying circumstances that you would go through as a young quarterback. Uh, you add in COVID and all the different uh, things that, that that added to it uh, made it, I think, even more challenging. But, you know, he emerged from it and, and played some of his best ball for us at, from the, you know, the middle of the season towards the end. And, and I think we've, we've looked back and seen a lot of positives and a lot of things we're excited about. And there's clearly several things that we know uh, that, that he can do better, and we would expect him to do better, and, and I think he'll make that progress. Something you brought up a lot that still is kind of mind-blowing is as he enters his third season on campus, it was his first true off-season that he actually had where, you know, came in whenever school started as a freshman, then you had the COVID year last year. How has he taken advantage of that? Yeah, I think he's, you know, really bought in. You know, he was a guy who was a basketball player in high school, you know, so typically his off-seasons were spent playing basketball. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he gets here, uh, again, some abnormal off-seasons, all of that, and a guy that's always been a real talented player. And, and so at some point you see that physically you need to take steps to become the player you need to be at this level. And, right. it's, and it's different, and there's things that you could get away with, with at, at a high school level that all of a sudden these guys here, they're bigger, they're faster, they're stronger. <laughs> And, and you just don't want it to become a limiting factor for you. And so we've, uh, you know, he's worked hard. I think we've had put a good plan in front of him, and you can see some of the differences physically with him already. So his weapons, you phrased it well. You know, you, not as if you were disappointed in the receivers, but there's a high level of expectation when you think Shep, D.D. Westbrook, some of the great names that have been receivers here. C.D. Lamb, who looks awesome at Cowboys camp right now. But 
Big season for some guys to take that next step, right? Like a Theo Weiss. What have you seen from him? What's your expectations of him? It is. I think for the group as a whole, it's it's the consistency that we expect. We had some phenomenal moments last year. You know, there were several guys that made you know huge plays for us. Marvin had some great moments. Theo obviously did. Drake obviously did. The tight end H back room as a whole obviously did. But we. We expect that group to take another step. I mean, here the, the expectation is consistency and explosion. You know, and, and that's that's it's a, it's a high standard. It is. You know, 99% of the places in the country would have been happy, you know, with how we played there a year ago. But you know, we just expect more, and we think we've got the guys to do it. You know, it's great to have, you know, both both Weiss and Hazelwood back off off injuries, and and feel like they're going to be you know in a position to you know now getting to the back half of their career to take steps. Some new exciting young guys were thrown into the mix. Uh, I, I think the talent and depth are at a little bit better place right now than, than where we were at at this time last year. Seems fun to hear Marvin Mims talk about going from being a freshman to being a leader now. and <laughs> like He's one of the older guys there, but that shows you his maturity. Uh, running back side, speaking of maturity, you get Kennedy Brooks back after he took the way, uh, year away with COVID. You add Eric Gray into that room, who's exciting. Anytime you see a running back wearing zero. Just some overall thoughts on that running back room so far. Yeah, great to have Kennedy back. Obviously, he's had a lot of great moments here, and, and we expect that he'll, he'll be at his very best this year. Um, you know, Eric was a tremendous get from Tennessee. He's been, you know, incredibly professional in his approach the entire way through. And so, you know, you've got two guys back there to start that, that have, you know, big game experience. They've been productive, really good players. They're both steady. They're both very smart. They both have the, the uh, ability to make big plays as well and, and, and be complete backs. So, It'll certainly start with those guys. Excited to see Trey Bradford, you know, as he gets in from, from LSU. We'll have um, a chance to look at him a little bit in camp and like some of the things we see. And, and uh, so it's obviously an important room, and we're going to need all those guys to, to step up at different times throughout the season. Yeah, and, and the term that everyone keeps using with Eric Gray is professionalism. Seems like Coach, he came in with a great demeanor to kind of fit in with this team, didn't he? He did. You know, he's a team first guy. Uh, he, he did a great job getting to know his teammates. He's, he's very personable, very likable. And then just again on the field, it's it's business, business, business. I mean, the guy works. Uh, the guy competes. He, he really studies his craft. I mean, you just as a coach, you appreciate the way he goes about his business because he gets the most out of his time. Austin Stogner is back. A wild stat through the first five games last year. 20 of his 25 catches were for either a first down or a touchdown. So Spencer Rattler gained a lot of confidence in him early on. How good is it to see uh, baby Gronk back 100%? <laughs> yeah, Stogg's doing well. well. I think everybody now kind of knows what he went through last season from an injury standpoint after the Kansas game. And it's been awesome to have him back and healthy. He's a tremendous player and, and really part of uh, you know what we feel like could be a, a three-headed monster in that room. Uh, you know, Jeremiah Hall, uh, Braden Willis, and Stogner are a tremendous trio, a guy that we're going to – guys that we're going to rely on heavily, you know, just all season. They've been in the fire. They, they're all very versatile, can do so many things. So we're, we're thrilled to have those guys back. Uh, you know, I think it, you know, that should be a strength of this team in one of the top rooms in the country. I do kind of like the idea that in, in all these big plays, you not only see Stog making a catch, but coach, it's usually in traffic. And whenever he gets room, he's able to add a few more yards. The kid's just getting bigger and stronger. And then Finally, to wrap up our preview on the offensive side of the football, we got to focus on Bill Biedenboe's crew, that offensive line. Creed Humphrey already atop the depth chart in Kansas City. How cool is that to see? But that leaves a big hole. You got a lot of youngsters you're looking at and some veteran guys. I know we focus a lot on that center position, but what have you seen from that battle at center so far? 
It'll be fun to watch. We're still – we probably have for a, a center battle on offensive line as many options as I can remember having. I mean, you, there's really, you know, four guys that firmly in the mix. And so we're trying to balance getting a look at all those guys with also several of those guys can play other positions as well. Right. And so – and if they're not the starting center or the backup, we'll certainly factor in at other positions, maybe even start. And so – uh, we're trying to balance those reps as much as we can, but we're certainly looking at, at Andrew Rain there. We're looking at Chris Murray there. Uh, of course, Ian McIver, who's done a great job for us the last few years. Nate Anderson's a young guy that's really growing. Uh, Rob Conjol's really been a, uh, an impactful transfer from Arizona that's played a lot of balls. So good group. It'll be fun to see how it shakes out, not only at that position, but just how the unit uh, as a whole comes together. Lot on the offense, let's focus on Speed D. When we come back on the Sooner Football Preview Show with Lincoln Riley, presented by Janet King, Speed D is the focus. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley Season Preview Show is presented by Flugistics. Maximize your resources. Riverwind Casino, still the one. Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Kim Cade Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Homeland, your homegrown advantage. Coach Riley's wardrobe is provided by Mizzen and Main in Class and Curve. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley Season Preview Show is presented by Jana King, the King of Clean. Year three for Speed D. As the starters that are returning, including. Nick Benito, who had a tough choice to make this offseason, decided to return after his All-American season last year. I love the vets that are in here, too, Coach. LaRon Stokes, who got dinged up last year, comes back, as does Isaiah Thomas, for a super senior season. And then that secondary depth, the Laren Turner yell, you've got Pat Fields back. I mean, Woody Washington is back. I mean, it's nice to see the wealth of riches in the depth with this defense, isn't it? It's exciting. It is. I think it's you know, a lot of quality players. Uh, you look at the amount of starts and the experience, not only in college football, but now, as you as you said, you know, within our system right. and and with Speed D, with Coach Grinch and our staff, it's it's you can tell on the practice field. I mean, you can see that things aren't new for these guys. They understand uh, what we're trying to accomplish, and most importantly, they understand the, the mentality that we want to play with. And so, what it does is it creates a situation where these guys are teaching these really talented, hand-picked newcomers that are coming in, teaching them the ways early, along, of course, with the coaching staff. And it, it just it creates a great situation. Uh, it does. And uh, I think uh, we've got tremendous depth, really, at all three levels of the defense. There's going to be some phenomenal position battles going on. Uh, we're going to be able to keep guys fresh. And uh, certainly our expectations there are as high as they can be. On the defensive line, Isaiah Thomas returns. We, we could talk all day, I think, about Perrion Winfrey, but I'm so intrigued by Jalen Redmond. How has his return gone, and do you see him being able to make the impact that he did prior to sitting out last year? It's, it's, it's gone well. Uh, I think he, you know, I think did a, a great thing I, just for his teammates when he made the decision to, to come back uh, and practice with us before the bowl game against Florida and uh, just came over and worked on the scout team and thought it said a lot to, to his teammates the way he handled that and he's doing well he's in probably the best shape that he's ever been in um, he again knows our system had a good spring 
so a disruptive guy that, yeah, when you throw him in the mix with, with those others that you mentioned, it's a, it's a tough group to block. You know, we're, we're not even going to have time to get in to some of those guys in that mix. The Josh Ellison, whom you can see pushing the pocket back in highlights. The Jordan Kelly and kind of his progression. I mean, and Perrion Winfrey. I mean, the depth in that interior defensive line is something pretty special. It is. It is. I mean, we've got... You know, we were talking the other day, there's more guys that we want to get on the field, get reps to, than, than maybe we've, we've ever had here. And, and again, it's, 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 it's a good thing, you know, because it's a lot of quality players and they're all hungry. They're all competing against each other. Um, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a long season. And it's a grind, especially in the trenches. And to have different bodies that you can call on throughout that grind is a, a great advantage to have. So do we call Nick Benito a linebacker, or is he a defensive end? <laughs> he's, a, he's an outside linebacker <laughs> for us. He's, uh, you know, we move him all over. Uh, he, does, he does a lot of things very well. I know a lot's been made uh, of, of kind of his rise throughout the last several years, and, and it's, it's fun to see the way he's playing and, and becoming a leader for us and, and becoming a more complete player. So he's... Uh, He's tough to block. I mean, there's no question about it. He's, he's got a gift for rushing the passer, um, and he's, he's really grown physically um, and, you know, I think will be you know, one of the more dominating edge guys in the country. Good personality, too, right? Oh, great, great. A kid that's really come out of his shell yeah. and, and really not just on the field but, but everywhere. Yeah, and that, it's, it's amazing because you say that about, obviously, what we've seen from Benito. I feel the same thing can be said about Brian Osamoa. You know, I can remember – his first season wasn't seeing the field a lot as the season progressed, but then I don't know if a light bulb came on or something clicked, but man, as soon as Brian Odom got on campus and as soon as Alex Grinch started rolling speed D, this kid found another level. He is. He's, he's a really talented kid. I mean, he, he has been from day one. Uh, just has great ability. I give Tim Kish a lot of credit, you know, going and finding him when a lot of other people didn't was a primarily a high school running back, but you could see the physical skills, and I think early in his career it was Learning to make that tradition or that transition from from being primarily an offensive player to being a full-time linebacker, and but it's really taken over. You know, and Coach Odom has done a tremendous job with him. He's really fit in with with our scheme and the way we want to play uh, the linebacker uh, position in this scheme. And he's uh, yeah, he just gets better and better as time goes on. Has he tried to sell you on running the football at all? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, okay. they all they all have. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, defensive backs are probably the most guilty of that. But in, again, we we talk every position. Incredible depth. You've got experienced guys, but a lot of young guys that are right. pining away for the opportunity. Billy Bowman is a guy at that nickel spot that's made a lot of noise. But, again, I feel like that term keeps coming up, Coach, depth. And it's probably featured as well in the secondaries anywhere else. It is. It is. It's the, the, the Pat Fieldses and, and Turner, Delaire and Turner Yale, you know, Woody Washington, some of these guys that have played a lot of snaps for us. And then it's kind of the new group coming in. Uh, that'll that'll certainly play a big role uh, across the secondary. Whether it's you know Jeremiah Cordell, Billy Bowman, uh, obviously DJ Graham came in and did some really nice things for us at the back half of last season at the corner position, and then several several new young guys. Obviously Key Lawrence in the secondary. Great to have Justin Brolls back, and you could just go on naming these guys. Right. It's, it's uh, Again, a lot of competition. Uh, like the way a lot of these guys are playing, and I think there's some young guys that are going to step up and, and become big-time players for us. So from my unique perspective that I get game days on the radio sidelines, seeing a guy like Justin Harrington out of pads, yeah. it's one of those guys when you think, okay, let's get him in pads because he looks the part. He does. He does. He's a very physically gifted player. You know, we were disappointed when he hurt his knee. Um, you know, coming in last year, but he's he's rehabbed hard. He's worked hard. You could tell 
in the spring. He was he was it was great for him to be out there, but he still you know mentally and physically wasn't 100%. But the, the, the camp uh, up to this point has been a different story, you know. And this guy, when it all comes together, is going to have a chance to be a heck of a player. Final segment with the coach. We'll talk special teams and the staff as we get ready for the 2021 season with the Sooner Football Preview, preview Show. Lincoln Riley presented by Janet King. Sooner Football with Lincoln Riley Season Preview Show is presented by Jana King, the King of Clean. Final segment of the Sooner Football Preview Show with Lincoln Riley presented by Jana King. Coach, we haven't talked special teams yet, but a lot of returning. Uh, we, we've seen Coach Beamer move on, obviously, some new responsibilities in leading that. But Gabe Burkich is back. Reeves Munchow is back. Your long snapper, Case Keller is back. Pretty good consistency there. It is. It's a good group. Those guys have played in a lot of big games, and we think we've been able to, to supplement some of those positions to, to create some depth, uh, to create some uh, some competition, which is which is good for anybody. But those guys have they've been there, you know, and they've all we've given them all different things to improve on, and they're they're the kind of group that's going to take what you give them and really push forward. And we know, you know, obviously those things show up, especially in big games, and uh, we'll certainly be counting on those guys. You know, we we've talked about offense, we talked about defense and special teams, but I, I can't talk enough about your staff and this goes from your assistant coaches to the support staff to, to Benny to Rachel and nutrition to Julie Watson I mean it, it takes an army but coach there's an amazing amount of consistency here how much easier does that make things for you when you have those familiar faces and people you trust oh, it makes all the difference in the world I think it's a, a big part of the success that we've been able to have and and credit goes a lot of places. I mean, to, to our administration for, for doing the things necessary to, to be able to keep people here. Uh, you know, to everybody for creating a great culture for our fan base and uh, everybody that's a part of OU football for making it something special that within our professional lives, you know, we won't all be at. And so uh, I think we've got a great thing going. And as you said, I'm, I'm as uh, comfortable and as excited w with our staff and, and I just I, I appreciate them all because they, they make a difference every day. And like you said, they make my job much, much easier. Yeah. Um, Joe John Finley, we didn't get to brag too much about Joe John, but about 30 seconds. Nice to have another Sooner back, right? It is. Yeah, we've got a, we've got a crew of them now, you know, which is great. I mean, yeah. this place raised a lot of those people and, and they Joe John's another great example of, of somebody. This program means the world to him. And he's went out and made himself a Heck of a football coach. He's a great person, and he's, he's fit in within our staff uh, just, just perfect. All right, before we let Coach get out of here, let's take a look at our weekly TV schedule, which is always here on Sooner Sports TV. It's brought to you by Riverwind. Yes, the Lincoln Riley Press Conference, kind of like this, only they don't ask as good of questions as we do. I'm kidding, guys. That's coming up on Tuesday, August 31st, before game day, Saturday, September 4th in advance of Oklahoma and Tulane in New Orleans. Coach, thanks so much. This has been fun, man. We're all excited about the season. For Lincoln Riley, I'm Chris Plank. Have a great game day, everyone, and Boomer Sooner.